with the truth. No more will I accept your trash intro session. Shut up. No more. I was hoping you get to will I Will I, I abide by these ridiculous <laughs> antics that you continue no, to not. perpetrate on this podcast? And they're yes, not ridiculous at all. You have become Kids. a repeat offender. Only, um, only and you it's say it's that. getting out of hand. You I don't only, think only I don't think that. the audience appreciates it. No, that's just you. Regardless of how small my audience is, because <laughs> I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> I am no. what they call. Sorry, I'm eating sherbet. And he didn't because I'm being me professional. No. And, and I did not offer it any because I come from the school of. Nigga, you ain't no longer a guest. <laughs> I mean, but also, this is not my place of residence. I'm aware either. of that, but so you have to I, understand how my family works. Once you've been over somebody's house more than five times, you are no longer a guest. Uh-huh. Which means I do not have to treat you as a guest and say, hey, would you like some? If you want some, you say, hey, Ken, can I have some? And I say, sure, break oh your lazy ass in there and gonna get it. I mean, yeah, okay. That's how it work. Okay. Nigga. But that being said, the sherbet good as hell. Whack. Rainbow sherbet. Just whack. Rainbow sherbet. <clears throat> so whack. My grandma used to love sherbet. So, sherbet. Uh-huh. It's really good. Yeah, and Especially on a hot day. Yeah, okay, right. right. I ain't even introduced podcast. I have brain frame, what is that? Brain freeze? Yep. Yeah, you're not even saying it right. But you know what's the crazy part? It's still ain't as bad as how it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with that being said, yeah. I guess I should intro the podcast now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you should. Uh, well, you know. Had to do it the way I wanted to. But we're going to start off this way. Because this is the way I want to start off. I have the pleasure to present to this great audience young John Lewis, National Chairman, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Brother John Lewis. We march today for jobs and freedom. But we have nothing to be proud of. But hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here. While they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. While we stand here, there are sharecroppers in the Delta of Mississippi who are out in the fields working for less than $3 a day, 12 hours a day. While we stand here, there are students in jail on trumped up charges. Our brother James Farmer, along with many others, is also in jail. We come here today with a great sense of misgiving. 
It is true that we support the administration's civil rights bill. We support it with great reservation, however. Unless, unless Tile 3 is put in this bill, there's nothing to protect the young children and old women who must face police dogs and shareholders in the South while they engage in peaceful demonstrations. In its present form, this bill will not protect the citizen of Danville, Virginia, who must live in constant fear of a police state. It will not protect the hundreds and thousands of people that have been arrested upon Trump charges. What about the three young men, Nick Fear's secretary in America's Georgia, who face the death penalty for engaging in peaceful protests? As it stands now, the voting section of this field will not help the thousands of white people who want to vote. It will not help the citizens of Mississippi, of Alabama, and Georgia will qualify to vote for lack of sixth grade education. One man, one vote, it is an African crime. It is our tool. It must be ours. Boy, we hate your In the smog of the media, the logs, false narratives of gods that came up against the odds. We not just nigga rappers with the bars. It's Kismet that we cosmic with the stars. You bastards overlooking street art. Better yet, street smart. But you keep us on the chart. Some of the fucking numbers and your statisticians. Fuck y'all know about true competition. Just like the A.O. picture on there talking about he hitting. The only one who's hitting are the ones that's currently spitting. We got your Missy Smitten rubbing on a little kitten. Dreaming up a world that's equal for women with no division. Huh. Boy, I tell you, that's vision. Like Tony Romo when he hitting with it. The tribe be the best in eight division. Shaheed Muhammad cut it with precision. Close your mind. Close your eyes. See with your heart. How do you forgive the murderer of your father? The ink of a scholar is worth a thousand times more than the blood of a martyr. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, are you having a Prince moment? <laughs> uh, like, uh, what's up? 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 World, I am Will K the King. And this is the Down with the King podcast, episode 52. Yep. Episode 52. Right, right. I am here, sadly. I am yeah. joined once again. Do not. Do not. With uh, the Miss Hedger Betts herself, Ashley K A Y. Miss Ashley K A Y. K A Y. K A Y. Crickets. The key word is why. Crickets are chirping. If you right, because no reaction to you. No, no, all. no. <laughs> your, your jokes are not funny. That's what it is. 
in that place. Hi, Ashley. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. I am cool. I'm cool. That's that great, Ashley. I'm glad you're great and cool. Wow, that sounds so fantastic. As you claim to be. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Whatever. I, d- d- I don't believe it. I don't, don't, I don't believe it. I, d- I don't, don't. I don't believe it. But, but, I don't, don't. I don't believe it. Uh, uh, that sounds like a don't. very uh, I don't believe bad it. 90s uh, uh, R&B song. I don't believe it. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't, don't. That, that I don't believe it. I, I, I don't, don't, don't. Speaking of R&B 90 songs, we've been sitting here for the last two hours listening to a bunch of old R&B that songs. That you picked R&B. out. Yeah, because I'm I'm a better DJ. No. Um, I mean. Yeah. I didn't pick anything trash. I picked out a whole bunch of songs, though. Eventually, it started, we started with soundtracks, and then somehow we got into yeah. All kinds of shit. The 90s stuff. But. All type of 90s shit. Because you know what? Sometimes you feel a little nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I was feeling a little nostalgic. So I said, fuck it. Let's go. Listen to some old shit. Yeah. Speaking of old shit, how are you, Ashley? What is that even? I don't. Nothing, Ashley. Just answer the question, Ashley. I, I, as I said, like, about two minutes ago, I'm fine. Are you, though, really? Yeah. You sure? Uh, positive. Positive. Yes. You sure? You, you, you're positive about this. Um, yeah. Are you really, really sure? Sir, where, where is this going? I don't know, Ashley. I'm just asking questions. Um, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. At least she ain't come over here fake dialed up for a photo. Like, I'm like, she a model or some shit. Because last time. I am. She was so up. annoying. Not really. Oh, my God. She had her braids caught to the left. It was really rough. It was weird. No. It's kind of weird. Not, it's not really. Weird. He just. It's kind of weird. Uh, it's, it's always weird. a hater. It's not. It's not. It's just observation. These are yeah. observations for the greater good. Again, nobody's laughing. But I am glad you're doing okay, I yeah. guess, Ashley. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, other than running my life. Um, As you've already done mine. Uh, no, no, I've wrenched everyone's lives I touch. Not, not really. Um, not really. Everyone's better for it, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I. That's what I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's lives are better for it. They uh, know what they would do without me because I'm awesome. With that being okay. said, welcome to the podcast. Um, got a few things to go over. We're trying. I'm. I'm trying to make this podcast more consistent. And I thought, you know what? I haven't done a back-to-back podcast in a week without it being a two-week break. So I said, you know what? Let me break that cycle. And so that's what we're doing this week. And uh, hopefully, because <laughs> I still get annoyed whenever I get a time hop and it says, oh, episode 25 was only a year ago. That means I've doing 25 episodes in a year, wow. which is trash. Just so lazy. Like, oh, my God. I mean, but there is also a whole pandemic Well, yeah, but too. no. But yeah, but no. Because before that, it's, yeah. Well, like, yeah, no. but like, I mean, we're, we're, lives, you know, no, I, I have a life. You claim. No, I don't. But I know that's I not true. I do. You claim you have a life, you, but I know this is not just, true. He's just mad because he won't begin to cut up my deal when I make it big, so. I don't really need to because, Ashley, let's be clear. Yeah. I'm going to be a, I'm going to have the best, the, the most successful black media company in history. That doesn't coon out to everything like third personnel we talk about. Um, uh, yeah, we, yeah. But with that being said, mm-hmm. like, let's be clear. I have the magazine cover. The first magazine cover that me and my sister are going to be on is already in my head. I literally have these visions about this fucking magazine cover. Like, it's, I, I'm, I don't know if I've had that dream for like a year and a half now. 
So yeah. it's going to happen. I have the fucking the fucking cat the headline everything mapped out in my head. It's gonna happen. I'm speaking that shit into existence. I don't yeah, fucking care. As you should. So whatever the case may be. So we have a few things to get to. Um so I guess I'll get to first of all, I'm gonna start this by saying rest in peace to John Lewis. Um yeah. civil rights pioneer legend. Um, and he's been fighting forever. He was he was he was at those marches. He was getting arrested at those marches back in the yeah. during the civil rights movement. He's been a key figure in the civil rights fight in the Voting Rights Act that they've been still gutting and trying to gut for years ever since because racism. Mm-hmm. But John Lewis was a very integral part in that law ever even occurring. Us having a lot of the voting rights that we do have right now. Um, he's a pioneer in that, and I want to say rest in peace to John Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, that speech I played at the beginning was his speech from the March on Washington. So I just tell you how long he's been in that fight, and he passed away at the age of 80. So, again, rest in peace to John Lewis. Um, it's, it's I, I guess it's ironic, or maybe it's, it's a little bit that he's, you know, it, it, it he till is this year with everything going on and the, 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 the protests that continue to go on in the streets, and you even heard in part of that speech that he spoke to people who were non, who were uh, protesting nonviolently and the way they're being treated and things like that. And so it's crazy that all these years later we're still experiencing that same thing. Exactly. Um, but again, rest in peace to John Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight is not done, and it's far from over. Um, and hopefully, we can carry that on and move forward and, and continue to make some progress and make some changes that are going to truly impact the the future of black people um it's just rough that he lived for 80 years and he couldn't see it really change the way it needed to exactly right when we're on the cusp of actually seeing something possibly change so um again rest in peace to um, john lewis so i guess the biggest story we're gonna start with we're gonna start with mr nick cannon so Nick Cannon was on, I guess, so footage surfaced of an episode of Nick Cannon's podcast from June 30th, I think it was. And during his podcast, he had progress- Professor Griff on. Now, for those of you who are uninitiated, progress- for, ah, sorry, I'm having a fumble mouth. Mm-hmm. Professor Griff was a former member of Public Enemy. He was kicked out. As a matter of fact, the group disbanded for a minute to kick him out because he was too extreme for a public enemy. Mm. And if you think about how political public enemy he was, if you're too extreme for them, that's a lot. Mm. He was very, very, very deep in his um, his his beliefs, his anti-Semitic um, beliefs, who a lot of that stuff is some of the teachings of Farrakhan and some of the teachings of the the um, the Nation of Islam is a lot of those teachings regarding their beliefs on Jewish people and things like that. With that being said, um, so this is an interview they were having, and during this interview, Nick said a few things. Um, one of the things he said was he felt like, and he's, and look, what I will say is this. Nick, the way he said those things were things he thought was right. I will say that. He thought those things were right. He probably heard he probably heard it from either the Nation of Islam or Farrakhan in his many interviews and shit, or he thought that the information he was getting from from a credible source. Mm-hmm. But what I will always say is 
if that credible source has a has an agenda, it's not a credible source. You have to find sources that are not that don't have an agenda one way or the other. They just care about the history. It's not easy, but you, if you do the work, you can find it. What so whatever the case may be. So one of the things he said, he talked about melanated people and how the whites are the way they are because they don't they don't have that melanin and that melanin comes with right. love and compassion and things like that. So my first my only issue with that is this. Stating that these people are predisposed to be evil or or whatever, I feel like absolves them of responsibility for being just fucking not caring about human, other human beings. I feel like it takes that responsibility away from because you're basically saying it's just like when people that the stereotype about black people like and people would joke and say y'all just little chicken y'all predisposes like y'all like it's this it's like a stereotype mm -hmm. so i feel like if you're saying that they are predisposed to just be violent that's the same people that's the same belief they have about us they have a there's a stereotype or this narrative they like to put about black people that we're inherently violent or inherently evil. But don't you think he's maybe he's pointing out the reality of that's how they were actually behaving? Like, well, no, I understand that, but I feel like if you so you had to understand something though. If white people are always looking for an excuse, mm -hmm. they are always looking for an excuse to say they're not they're not racist, right? Or they're not a certain way. So I feel like in a way saying that just gives them an because. He thinks we're pretty like, and, and, and I'm not saying it is, but I'm just thinking they may not use that excuse. But it's just I feel like if you say this person is just predisposed to be an evil person, you you're not giving them a chance to change it, and, that, and to me that leaves no hope because they're still the majority. If I'm if the assumption is that these people are just inherently evil, first of all, hate is taught. Mm -hmm. It's yep. a learned it behavior. Is. So. That goes against everything we know to be true. Kids aren't evil and don't hate each other when, they grow, when they're born. Yeah, their parents teach their, them. Their parents teach them that stuff. So we have to understand that hate is taught. So his theory about them being pre, like more predisposed to being evil or, or animals or whatever he, he said, I just feel like it absolves, the it absolves them of the responsibility of, of the fact that they've taught them, they've taught generations to hate whether it's black people or anything else that they don't agree with. What I will say is, yes, black, white people are proven in history to have ruled in with an iron fist and on ruled on hate and bigotry. Yes, that is the thing. Anything that is not there is they hate. That is the history of this country and this world, mm -hmm. is if it's not white, it's not right. That's how they act. Whether it's black people, whether it's Asian people, whether it's fucking Jewish people, whether it's anything that does not would agree with or does not meet the standard of what they think is right or white, they don't like. The KKK is had has had has has disputed anti-Semitic rhetoric for years as well. Yeah, so it's but not a not new even thing. Recognized as a, a actual terrorist. Well, that's a whole other issue, and the reality is we already know why. But mm -hmm. with that being said, my thing is. I can understand that. I can understand his point to an extent on that part. But when he gets into the whole Jewish thing, my issue with the Jewish thing is this, and the reason why people need to. So the the whole and the whole Jewish people control the world type thing, or they they own everything in the world type thing. So people have to understand the history of Jewish people in this country and around the world. So first of all, especially in cities like New York, when Jewish people came here. They were just given the worst jobs. They were get, just like 
black people when Mexicans are done, that was initially the Jewish people. When mm-hmm. Jewish people transferred over to the United States, they were given the lowest of the low jobs, the lives that nobody else wanted to do. The difference is they, as a community, said, okay, well, we're going to take these jobs y'all don't want, and we're going to make them shits ours. And that's how they built. Now, they were given shit, and they made the best of it. Now, that, that does that speak to, yes, there are still some opportunities they may have had because they may look a certain way as opposed to a black person where you're just not looked at as a human being, which is a whole nother thing. So I'm not saying they didn't have certain opportunities, but they were also given shit, too. So in a lot of ways, they made the best of it. Part of the reason they made the best of it is because they were, they were allowed to keep their communities and they weren't banned, burned down by this country. So that's one thing. I mean, Jew- but they also got reparations, and we... Well, not. I don't know if they got reparations from us because they weren't here. Not like, from us, but, like, from the white man. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't speak to that, so I can't say. I mean, yes, they were given certain advantages for sure. Like, as far as, like, for the Holocaust and stuff like that, like... But I guess, I don't know. Um, I mean, my my thing is, is, like... I mean, I, I understood what he was trying to say, but it probably was worded... Not as clear as what do you do? What do you think he was trying to say? I mean, I like basically point out it's just the rhetoric of like in reality, even it's like they they hate us no matter what. So even 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 if we try to make peace with them, they're still gonna try and kill us. So it's like the only way sometimes you could teach a lesson to somebody is by basically giving them what you know, basically they're spitting out. So I mean, sometimes, I mean, I, I mean, trying to do it peacefully is like it, it can only do so much. But in reality, sometimes you you have to retaliate. So even well, no, I don't he, I don't think that was any. So uh, the main two points he got in trouble for. I well, know. part of it was a, his, the attack on a Jewish community. That was a big part of it. Um, and so some, so uh, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote something about because. The reality is that to black people, and reality, and one thing that people don't understand, a lot of people are like, black people and Jewish people went through a lot of the same shit. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of, and a lot, and people don't realize that during the civil rights movement, you a lot of Jewish people were supportive of us. That is true. So I think that's why it's always, yeah, that's why it's always, it's always a rough thing because there's a thing with black people in general where they feel like nobody else understands their struggle. And so they will disconnect themselves from other people. And it's, I understand they have an innate disdain for a distrust for white men. So they lump all Jewish people, anybody that's considered or looks Caucasian, mm-hmm. in with those people. Right. But they don't understand that those Jewish people went through, is their experience is totally different than the average white man. So, and that's the reason why Jewish people and black people have experienced similar struggles and similar challenges in the world. Not specifically the United States, but in the world, because the there are still people in this world, white people that still deny the Holocaust happened. Mm-hmm. It's still a hoax in some people's mind. It's the same; those same type of people are the same ones that believe slavery was bullshit and we were treated better than they claim. Like those are the type of people that they, it's the same thing. They deal with that same shit. There are people that literally don't believe the Holocaust happened, and they will spit, say, spit that rhetoric consistently. But the, the, the idea that somehow Jewish people, because Farrakhan is one of the people that's teaching, he believes that all Jewish people, we, they are respond, as his, in his exact words, Jewish people, the Jewish community is responsible for all the wickedness in this world. 
And that same rhetoric, that same rhetoric about Jewish people controlling everything, that same rhetoric is the same rhetoric they use to justify killing them. That is the same rhetoric they use to justify killing them during the Holocaust. It's the same rhetoric they still they use to this day to justify their persecution or their treatment or mistreatment or whatever the case may be. So I could understand from a Jewish person's point of view, mm-hmm. if they're mad or upset because, like, yo, you're saying we rule everything because it was the same thing when Jay Z said it on um, on um, Story of OJ. A lot of people were upset about that in the Jewish community because it's like you're spouting the same rhetoric that got us killed. So, yeah, that shit threatened my life, my family's life, my great-grandfather, whoever, because there's this whole belief that we control everything. They're, they're, if you go back, there are actual cartoons, just like you see the blackface cartoons and shit like that. About There are cartoons mm-hmm. that are um, illustrated Jewish people as, like, rats, and they're, like, oh, they're wow. hugging money, like, they're, like, little... Like, the whole, like, all that shit. And so they dealt with certain things, so I can understand how they're offended. And a lot of it is that black people have never opened their eyes because is these teachings that you go around, whether it's the five percenters in New York and stuff like that, these are teachings that they believe they were taught that no Jewish people are the thing that held us back or they're the reason why we don't have any power, and that's not true. It's a, it's a myth, and it's but it's a thing that... So what black people need to realize is this. Yes, I'm not saying that all Jewish people are like, yeah, but the overwhelming majority of them, they probably support us, but when we, we tend to push back... So it's like this. It's the same thing as um, we always talk about how we need allies, right? Mm-hmm. We because the reality is we're not going to change this shit on our on our own. As much as we would love to say we can, we can't because reality we're still not in power. We don't have the power or the pull. For example, Nick got fired immediately mm-hmm. for what he did. But the thing is, is he's been saying that for years. Well, you know, this is the first time he said on. No, he hasn't said that. He's. He's been uh, on. He's been like in his own awakening, this whole woke phase of his for a few years, but he what? never went that far. This is the first, the furthest I've ever heard him go when it came to the anti-Semitic stuff he said and stuff like that. Yes, he's been about black power. He even, you know, he was supporting George Ford, all these things he was doing. But he, I've never heard him go, and I've heard all his comments recently. He, he never went that far. Now. With that being said, we're not in the, we don't have the with power the power dynamic is not in our favor. But if black people actually understood and embraced the fact that Jewish people and us probably understand us better than anybody, we could have got this shit figured out a long time ago. But what happened is this. Mm-hmm. The white cause this is what happens. The white the white man has convinced black people that Jewish people are evil. Because Jewish people are going through the same shit as us. If we ever join forces, we would run shit. But why, if you're gonna, if you're the white man, and you're the people in power trying to maintain power, why you would do everything you can to keep that away from them, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't want those, those two powers, those two communities ever joining forces, ever getting on the same page. So why don't I put some shit out there and make us feel like, yo, these are the people who are oppressing y'all, or they're they're getting advantages over y'all, so now y'all gotta hate them because, and that's what they've done. But they've done that for years. They've done that to our own communities where we start to dislike certain people in our community when they're successful. There's a certain assumption about people and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Somebody posted something the other day. It was like, oh, when does the Illuminati start? Because I don't remember anybody saying the Temptations was so they so. Like, like, when did shit start? Like, when was it? Like, was it like 87? Oh, like, what year was this? Like, 
That is When did they start accepting black people? Because apparently... Well, I guess because they said, like, the, the old Hollywood stories are now starting to surface, I guess, with, like, Richard Pryor and the things that he was doing. So the people probably say, like... Well, no, he was on drugs. <laughs> or, or even Quincy He was Jones. dope the fuck up. Yeah, or they... Yeah, even niggas was dope the fuck Jones. up, just like everybody else yeah. in Hollywood back then. And even now. I didn't... Yeah, it's like... So... I guess my only thing is, like, yes... There are there's a perception or a thought process or a and so and also the debate is you know who are the who are the true children uh, children of Jerusalem or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um, and so you have the um, what are they called fuck why are they called what are they called shit I just lost the Hebrews yes like like so. You have the, the black Hebrews, and they, they have their teachings that they're the original children. And, and look, I don't know, because I wasn't alive back then. I have no fucking clue. You don't know. I don't know. What I will say is this. Whether you guys are the original, the reality is those people have still been there for thousands, hundreds of years at this point, or however long it's been, thousands of years. So that's still their home, too. I don't know what reasons or what the situation was or what the, okay, what may have occurred or whatever at that point, because I wasn't alive then. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we can't, yes, we can say, yes, we feel like we have a history there as well, but we can't take that, we can't say that while also dismissing the history they have there. Because at the end of the day, it's still, as far as they know, it's their home. And that's what they know. That's all they know. So we can't just dismiss somebody else's heritage because we think we and we say that our heritage is something here too. Because there is both things can be true, both things can be true. So it's interesting. Yeah. I just feel like you can say yes. We feel like we are the true ch- children of this, and because of this. But to say you can't be anti-Semitic because you are, yes, you can, because you're still spewing something that is considered a um, an assumption or a stereotype of Jewish people, because. It's just like uh, the episode of Family Guy when they said, you know, he tried to get a Jewish lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like it's the whole thing. You get your Jewish, your Jew lawyer, or you know, right. your financial guy. He's a, he's a Jew. Yeah, he's good with money. Or like it's the same thing. And even J- Jewish people make jokes about being Jewish because they know all the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. They know all the stereotypes. It's like a Mort on fucking Family Guy. <laughs> he fits every stereotype that people say about Jewish people. Yeah. But you also know that there's a lot of famous people who are anti-Semitic. Mel Gibson's probably the most famous one recently, mm-hmm. but Disney, Walt Disney was a historic anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. He hated Jewish people. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of famous anti-Semitic people in, in, in this world in very high positions of power, just like there are people that hate black people. It's the same thing. It's not, I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not apples to apples, mm-hmm. but is apples to like whatever is closest to an apple. No, you know what it is? It's like a peach to a uh, what's that thing that I'm thinking of? Um, no, it's an orange to a tangerine. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not the same, but it's not the same. A little bit. Different. So, I feel like we have an opportunity if we truly actually put our egos aside and say, you know what? Let's learn from each other. And so the other thing I don't agree with though, Mm-hmm. First of all, I didn't agree with him losing his job because at the end of the day, if I'm trying to, if I'm in a, if I say something wrong, give me a chance. As, and this is why I don't agree with cancel culture in general. 
Because it doesn't allow for me to grow and learn. Right. If he's apologetic and he's like, yo, let me use this as an opportunity to learn from this, which is what he's still been doing, even though he lost the whole deal with Viacom. But Viacom was racist anyway, so, I mean. Well, I mean. Yeah. But he's been there forever. So, I mean, they can't be, they've been paying all his money for years. So, I True. mean, they weren't completely racist as long as they're making the money. But that's any business, though. Mm-hmm. That's, like, you're going to have people who are racist. That's, that's, especially in these big companies, like, you're going to have people who don't like black people or who, who feel like we all need to be at a certain level or a certain position or whatever the case may be. That's just the reality is no matter where you work and walk into this world, there are going to be people who don't like you for whatever reason. And it may be because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. That's a sad truth. But the reality is that if a person has ingrained hate in them, it's unfortunately hard to break that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some of the people that end up in power just happen to be those people because they're white and they have opportunities that we didn't have. So once they get in a position where they can run some shit and make decisions that are going to impact us, they're going to make sure the decisions they make are going to keep us at a certain level. So, yes, there are definitely racist people in Viacom, just like there are sexist people in Viacom. And there are people who harass people for different reasons there. You're going to find all that shit. In any, any company you go, for the most part, you're going to find somebody who has a bias against you for whatever reason that may be, unfortunate. Because the reality is that it's made of individual people and every individual comes from a different place and a different background. You would hope that that person wouldn't be that way. You would hope that we were at a further, we were further enough along in this world to we wouldn't have to go through these or deal with that shit. But unfortunately, those people still exist. And they care and they taught their kids that shit. Mm -hmm. And if their kids didn't get out into the world early enough to really understand that that's not how the world works, they gonna keep those same biases, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a rough thing to get to grow out of that. But what I also didn't understand, under, what I didn't agree with, is this: because the first thing I saw was all these black people coming out to defend him and say he wasn't wrong, and which whatever that's that's debatable. He wasn't wrong. It's wrong. They fired him so quick and all that stuff, right? Which is okay. They support did, support. They did. And I'm very. I agree with that. They definitely like they jumped the gun on it. And I agree with that. What I don't agree with then is that he even said it, and this is the reason why I'm going to get to this in a moment. Once he, because he realized he hurt a whole community. And that's the thing. We have to understand that our words have power, especially somebody in his Mm -hmm. position. That's true. So when you say things like that, yes, you may feel like you're trying to uplift your own community, but what what I do have a problem with is if you're uplifting your community at the expense of somebody else's. That I will never agree with because... If some, especially, well, I'll say this. I don't like. It's different if it's like a white person that just has a privilege. But I'm talking about a a, a, a community that's been that's had certain oppressions against them as well. Like if I uplift the black community, I got to downgrade the uh, Native American community or mm. the Jewish community or the Asian. Like I don't have to do that. Right. I can do things that are going to benefit or say things to empower my own people without denigrating another. And that's exactly what he did. And that's how it, and that's how they took it. So yes, he was apologetic. He he had people reach out to him to kind of give him the information that he wasn't aware of it and tell them why those things are not true. But and so he was like, "Yo, I feel bad because I didn't. My intention was never to denigrate Jewish people. I was just trying to uplift my people and going off the information I thought was true, mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that. But he is one of those things that you got to be careful because he thought the shit he was doing saying it was accurate and it's not." Mm-hmm. And not 100% accurate. It may have been parts, but not all of it. And so with that being, he just perpetuated stereotypes that we know have already existed. 
So, but then you have black people bailing on him and saying he sold out because he apologized. Yeah, that's not... Mm-mm. Like, at the end of the day, we can't... We're never going to get to the place that we want to be. Because we're never satisfied. We're never going to... Yeah, because it's like, yo, because look, I understand that whole rage against the machine mentality. I'm all for it. But raging against the machine doesn't mean bashing other people while we're going... like. Slapping everybody else over the head when we get that there. honestly, it's that hurt people, hurt people syndrome. You got to think about it like that. It's just like we, as a, a whole entire culture, have been oppressed and hurt for centuries upon centuries. So, of course, it's like some people are tired because it seems like we're always the ones that's constantly forgiving, and yet we still get taken for granted and taken advantage of. So, people are honestly sick and tired of it. And so now it's kind of just like an eye for an eye. I mean, it, it's messed up because honestly, I don't think we, it should be that way. But what other way are they going to listen? I mean, true. Like I said, unfortunately, the people that are listening are not the people we need to be listening because right. all they're looking at is all y'all infighting. So y'all ain't going to really care about what we're doing over here. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. All that stuff, all the other service of distraction from what we're trying to work towards. And I think that's the biggest concern I have with it is, yeah, while we're up here starting shit with the Jewish community, the people that we're actually really trying to get to do shit, they sitting there like, well, they're distracted again. And that's the thing. We have to be, like, we we can't get in our own way mm-hmm. because the white people are looking for any reason to take this shit out of the news cycle or out of the consciousness of the consciousness of the world. So if we get distracted and get delayed because we got to go through and deal with this PRs because we fucked up and said some shit about this other community that's been treated a certain way, so we're so focused on that that we lose focus on what we're supposed to be working towards. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the fear I have. And so we have to make sure that, yo, whatever's going on, we got to make sure we're focused on the, the end goal. And whatever that end goal is, is getting, getting us to where we need to be in this, in this, and treat the same the way we need to be treating this country and in this world. Mm-hmm. We can't let up, but we also can't get distracted by trivial shit that's not important. And I feel like this was a... It, it became something that sh- that was bigger than it should have been. But he also knew he should have known... You, if you was doing an interview right. with uh, Progressive Griff, you knew it was going to be some shit. Because Professor, Professor, if he was too extreme for the fucking public enemy, yeah. then you know that nigga was not the nigga you right. needed to interview. But no, you you I, I, you made a great point, though. You You made a great point, though, so you can't... I get it. Like we, we're be- we're stronger together than we are apart. Yeah. All right. And and just be clear, look, I'm not a like a huge Nick Cannon fan, but Nick Cannon's gonna be all right. Nick Cannon's been getting money since he was a teenager. I think people are more concerned about his mental health. Well, no, so that's the, that we're gonna get to that because. He's going to be all right as far as, like, his business and financially. But the last tweet he says, like, yo, like, it's cool. I can lose my show, whatever, and that's cool and all this other stuff. But now I'm getting told by my own community I'm a sellout. Like, I can't win for losing. I said something that hurt a whole community. And my own community is basically saying I'm a sellout for apologizing, for hurting those people. Mm. That's fucked up. And he's like, you know, like, I'm done with Earth. Like, and I understand it because it's like you can't win for losing Cause it's like, yo, and, and and look, I understand. We got a lot of trauma and a lot of shit we're dealing with, and we don't want to take. We ain't trying to take time to apologize to anybody, but it's like, yo, he felt like he did something wrong, and he was, you know, he was right to apologize, and I don't blame him. 
but y'all got to leave him alone. And, and this is why so many people are afraid to speak out about their own mental health because they're afraid of the negative backlash that, that that's going on because people are so fucking ignorant and they just, they don't care. It's just, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to fucking chill. Hope, I hope, Nick Cannon is, is good. Um, I, whoever, I hope people check on him, make sure he's good. Cause that last tweet he made wasn't. It was a little auspicious, and I didn't like it. So, hopefully he's good. Um, also, speaking of that, um, shouts to Tamar Braxton. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you know she apparently was taken in because due to her appearance suicide or attempt or whatever. Um, yeah, like they said, the, her boyfriend came and found her unresponsive, like um, like a couple nights before. She had overdosed on, pres- like, prescription pills, and she was drinking a crazy amount of alcohol. Um, but apparently, I guess they said that she she's stable but is unresponsive still or still unconscious. So, But I don't know if any updates. Well, shouts to Tamar. Um, I hope she's good. I hope yeah. she has the people around her that need to be around her to help her through this time, and I yes. hope she pulls through. Um I continue to make sure that mental health is a conversation. Mm-hmm. We also have to understand that these celebrities are humans just like us and they deal with shit just like us. Exactly. Um, actually more so because they're in the spotlight all the time. So not only can they not go through the shit by themselves, everybody and their mama got to know about it. Mm-hmm. So let's all keep her in our thoughts and I hope she pulls through because Amen. that's, it's a rough time. It's a rough, it's a lot of stuff going on and, I, and the last thing we want to do, we don't need to lose anybody else. Yeah. We've already lost enough same. people this fucking year. Exactly. Like this year has been trash. For real, for real. Um, all right, so speaking on another woman's mental health that we got to watch out for. So Meg and Tori, Meg mm. Stallion, Tori Lanes, Mr. Daystar. I'm mad I didn't know this nigga's name was Daystar. Daystar. <laughs> when I saw that, I felt laughing like, who's mama? Like, Daystar, because he going to be Day Daystar. Fucking star. Daystar. Like, all right. So, we don't know all of the information of what happened, and I don't. I, I, I'm eventually, you know, we're gonna find it out eventually. But right now, we still don't know the full story. What we do know is that Tori and Meg were pulled over in Tori's truck. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was. I think her best friend was with them, the driver or something. I don't know. She's a driver in the backseat. I'm not sure. But whatever the case, maybe they were pulled over. That's all we knew. We knew that some gun, the, uh, somebody. Some gunshots were fired. We didn't know what the specifics of it were. Then the rumor, the story came out that supposedly Megan cut her foot on some glass. That was what the, the rest of the story was. But that then we another found out. rumor said that originally she pulled a blade out on Tory Lanez, and then that's when he pulled a gun out. And apparently, well, no, that was that was a that was a joke because oh. that was the, the that was the scene from Harlem Nights that they've been reenacting. So that's exactly what, what oh, happened. That's what that was. I didn't that was even know about that part. Yeah, that oh, was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. That was a joke because that's exactly what happened in the scene with Eddie Murphy and um, Old Girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shot my pinky. Shot. So, yeah. So she pulled a blade. He pulled. Yeah, that's what happened. So whatever the case may be. So she ain't had nowhere to put a blade. She ain't had nothing but a fucking thong, a G-string on the bikini. Like, she ain't had shit on her. Um, that's what that happened in that video that they showed when they pulled him out the car. And she was, her feet were bleeding. So... That being said, so what we're hearing is, and nobody knows for sure yet, but we what happened is that Meg came out and she says, I just want to clarify the story that's been going on saying that I've cut my foot and broke my foot on some um, and cut my foot on some glass. That's not what happened. This was a crime that was committed against me. I have bullets and bullets um lodged in my feet or whatever in my feet, and I'm getting had to go to the hospital to get them pulled out. 
I did not get arrested. They just took us to, they took me, they dropped me to the hospital so I can get the, the bullets removed from my feet. And I'm, t- I'm protecting my injuries, something to that effect. And so she, and she deleted her social media for a minute. And so we still, so we still don't know what happened, but then the, the news comes out, TMZ reporting that um, uh, allegedly Tory Lanez pulled a gun shot at her. I guess the, the rumor is she tried to leave and get out the car. Yeah. He pulled the gun out and shot um, outside without looking and shot her in the foot, trying to, you know how they shoot the th- you're at your feet to make you dance type thing? That's mm-hmm. what they say he tried to do, and he, he didn't do it well. So wow. with that being said, again, we don't know, and this is all alleged, so I'm going to say I'm going to specify that this is all alleged right now. But if this is true, fuck you, Tory Lanez, you fucking dirty bastard. Oh, this well, I, I don't know what, so you about to tell me some breaking news. Cause what? No, they're saying he's the one that shot her. So oh, if he shot her, that. if he shot her in the foot, because they said they, she was trying to leave. He didn't want her to leave or something. They got in an argument. She was trying to leave. He pulled the gun out and shot her feet and ended up shooting her in the feet. So why are they so, but we know for a fact there's surveillance camera that that was him in the truck. We so. know. We're just, it's still, they haven't, they're saying they also may have another video that shows the whole situation. Oh, okay. But the police said they're not releasing anything yet until they finish their investigation. Okay. So we won't know for sure, but they're saying there is video. And her producer got on, on social media, is like, and added Tory Lanez, your, your days are fucking numbered. And then and he hmm. tweeted and deleted that. And then... Her bodyguard came and was like, yo, she was, she clearly wasn't with, I wasn't with her, but she would not be going anywhere without me going forward. And he made some comment about people shooting people in the feet or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So no, there's the, 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 all the information is telling us that this nigga shot her in the feet. Yeah. And if he shot her, you're a fucking dirty bastard and you should be fucking done. Yep. Also, Tory Lanez is not as tall as his table. Didn't Tory Lanez try to have an exchange with Royce Five Nine, and then he had a Royce. So he had a couple years, a couple years ago, when he was going around um, trying to battle all these rappers, and mm-hmm. so he had a little thing with like uh, Jordan Lucas. And I can't remember who else he had a, a little back and forth with. And at some point, him and him and uh, Royce they got into it about something. But Royce kind of he they they Royce was this ain't the Royce from ten years ago because the Royce from ten years ago would have been in would have been in Toronto finding that nigga. But they had Royce was like he kind of OG talked into him. They had a conversation was like, "Yo, nigga, I wasn't. I'm not beefing with you, but like, cause I remember Tory told Royce to suck his dick. He was like, "Nigga, you need to watch yourself." Right. So, um, but yeah, so I'm not sure what happened or what's going on. What I will say is this: if this nigga shot her, which is look, all the evidence is pointing to that allegedly. He's a fucking dirty bastard, and somebody need to run this nigga fade tomorrow. Basically. Um, but also, I'd still like to point out that Tory Lanez is not as tall as my dining room table. That nigga is 5'3", 120 pounds. Wow. So, yeah, because that was the first thing that came out when this whole story broke was his vitals. Because the police report, and it showed his information, so it showed his name, and it showed his height and his weight. And the nigga is 5'3", 120 <laughs> pounds. Wow. This nigga is miniature. And Shorter so than Prince, that nigga like. is a little motherfucker, and I never, I had never seen him, 
So I, I, I never seen them like standing anywhere. And even in that new video for what's popping remix, mm-hmm. they all the camera angles down. make it so you can't like the the angles are always they never go like full body. Oh wow! And it's always like a like not a direct on angle. And I know they do that shit. The magic of cameras, basically. Like they they make sure the angles is where you can't really tell how tall or now how not tall this nigga is. Mm. But that nigga is little. And but then I didn't never realize I never seen his whole sway freestyle. And at the end of his freestyle, he stands up. And nigga's like, you remember that time he was on Sway Freestyle and he stood up and was the same height? And literally, he stands up. That nigga height, is just, he's the same as when he was sitting down. Mm. So that nigga was feet was dangling the whole time. Wow. Like, that nigga's short. And, and the thing is, that's another joke. And people's like, well, shit, Meg is tall as shit. He's 5'3". She's 5'10". Mm-hmm. And she wears style. heels and shit, too. She towers over this nigga. Yep. And a lot of people was like, he got a fucking Napoleon complex, so he probably acted out. He knew he couldn't do shit because she tall as shit. Mm-hmm. So he acted like a dumbass. And if that happened, he's still a fuck nigga. Yep. Like, and so Meg eventually got back on Twitter on Twitter to say, yo, black women can't protect, be protected for shit. I like y'all, y'all out here with the jokes and shit, but this is I'm fucking traumatized. Mm-mm. This was funny to y'all, but I'm fucking traumatized right now. Right. People got to understand, she's 25 years old. She's going through all this shit. She's a, still a new artist. She's going through a lot of this shit by herself. She lost her mom a couple years ago. She don't have no family around her. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's in her circle is not people that she came up with. She dealt with the shit with her fucking old label and all the other shit. And so like, I don't want her case, but... She's, yeah. doing a, she's dealing with a lot of shit to be that young, dealing with the shit. Right. Like it's like it's like yo when she was mourning over her mom, people was tri- um, tripping on her and getting mad at her. And then when she wow. was like, like people was just like people were just fucking stupid. So they are. She can't win for losing this. Like and now she's like, yo, this is like a joke to y'all. But no, this is my. I'm fucking traumatized right now. What the fuck? So I totally get hurt like being upset about the shit. Like yo, right. what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Because people don't have no fucking sense of empathy. And but yet they're all they're always the main ones that's crying and like oh when nobody listens to me blah 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 it's just like it's just a lot of fucking like curses that needs to be broken about the way we think about the way that we speak or how we interact with each other and just all that stuff has to change. Yeah, <laughs> but also you're already offering no in-depth opinions today, man. What are you talking? First off, you you were mostly doing the talk in regards to the whole Nick Cannon situation. It, that was more of a, just a listen and take, I guess. And then I, of course, didn't. Know, I mean, I knew enough about the Tory Lane situation, but yeah. So, anything else? Or are we wrapping you this suck. up? <laughs> Ashley is trash today. How am dog. I trash? She ain't offering no opinion. She's sitting here like a slack. Like I expect more from you. You're supposed to be an entertainer. I am, but I first, hold you to a different st- standard. First, maybe of all, she so, high. It's maybe what it is. No, 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 no. I mean, again, you you gave all the information in the rundown. So what am I gonna do? Say yeah? Well, Ashley, what? Stop being a wallflower. What are you talking about? Ashley was that chick that was like on the wall at like school dances and shit, probably. Uh, well, yeah, for the most yeah. part. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I told you, she's the wallflower. But I mean, that, sometimes I will go out there and dance, but that really was never my mo. So. Ashley has no rhythm. I forgot about that too. No, you. First off, you've never seen me dance. Ashley has no rhythm. No, he's just saying that because Ashley. I'm mixed. 
Ashley First off, you can't judge no rhythm. You can't judge somebody based off of what Ashley you've never seen before. No rhythm. Oh, you are so annoying, sir. Ashley has no rhythm. Shut up. Rhythm. Okay. Rhythm. Annoying. Annoying. So annoying. Seriously. <laughs> Ashley's no fun today. What's wrong? What are you talking about? Ashley, you're not bantering back with me. I don't understand. I, I never banter back. You I actually mean, always banter back with me. This is trash. No, I mean, what is wrong with you? What are you? Uh, what like, you're why are you so mean? Why are you such like buttoned up today? I don't get it. What? I don't get. This is apparently Ashley needs a two week break in between podcasts because she's not fun today. Okay. I don't get it. She was fun earlier. I don't get it, man. What? We were singing old 90s songs together and shit. Now she wants to be like a punk, man. I mean, well, oh, we okay. started talking about 90s songs, but then you started talking about the whole Nick Cannon thing and all this other stuff. I mean, you wanted to give the history, so I don't know. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to point this out. You niggas need to respect, stop disrespecting Tweet T-Pain. What, what do they do now? So, and so this became a Twitter argument because so T-Pain was on Twitch and he was talking about he on the Twitch stream. He was he recalled a time that he went to the studio with Travis Scott, and Travis only he fell asleep on him. You talking about from Twitch podcast? No, like T Pain was on his Twitch stream. I guess he plays video games on there. Oh, sure. you talking about a stream? And so okay. he was just talking about he was talking about the experience he had with Travis Scott and talking about how. They were in the studio. This is before Astro World, and I guess he said they went to the studio. He met up in the studio in Houston, and Travis Scott fell asleep on him. <laughs> why? Why? Did he say why? No. So. But he said he was asleep standing up. Like he just was standing there. Oh, so does he have like a. I have no idea disorder? what this nigga was doing. Though. And he said when they were supposed to link up for a future. Uh, uh, sessions, the nigga ghosted him. Just didn't didn't punch it, didn't show up. That's Travis got you trashed off of that. You don't disrespect yeah. the legend that is T Pain. Yeah, Trump. No, yeah, T Pain walked so that Travis Scott could run. Especially when you're talking about the fucking like auto tune for sure. Yeah, indeed. But I was so irrelevant <laughs> because was, did you know that T Pain's only fucking thirty four years old? Uh, excuse me, come again? He's, he's only 34. I thought he was like that in his 40s. That nigga is 34 years old, dog. Wow. That nigga was a legend at 26, dog. That's crazy. I did not know that. That me nigga neither. was only 21 when I came Because he looked like out. he was in his like, late 20s, early 30s. That 34. Wow. He'll be 35 this year in September. Oh, well, um, we learn something new every day. All right. Talia Kweli. What did he do? All right, so. Okay, so Talib, I'm just going to, so Talib is known for replying to trolls on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's very good at it. And he will reply and, her, and come back at you for days. You would think this nigga has nothing better to do, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just who he is. Most of the time he gets trolls are usually racist. That's, they're usually racist, to be fair. But to this time, and this is a, almost over a week ago now, so this girl tweeted this this caption of this um, this um, post, and the post basically said it listed a bunch of rappers, and she retweeted it saying, 
and almost all of these niggas is date um, married to a light skinned woman, uh, and basically accusing them of colorism. Talib got wind of this, and he was like, "How am I a colorist? Because my woman, my wife is first of all, I'm not far from a colorist. Um, you assume that like you don't know my wife. Second of all, um." And basically, he started going in on her. He he accused her of being the colorist because he looked at some of her posts about her wanting light skin and shit like that. He's like, how is this any different than what you said? Right. And so, but it started that way. And so then other she started replying. Other people started replying. He's been going back and forth with this person for over a week. Mm-hmm. And so people are accusing him that. of harassing a black woman. Ugh. But I will say this. I didn't say he was right. And Ricky and me got into a back and forth about this. I said, no, it started out with her accusing him of being a colorist. He didn't like it. Talib Kweli has also been one of the people that's been out there fighting. But this is all. This also seems like that no-name uh, no situation, J. Cole situation. It kind of except this girl is not known. Right. But it's, it's a similar situation in that he was defending his wife, first of all, and also the fact that why are you calling me a colorist when I'm always been for the people? You don't know any of my other, like, you don't know any of my other children's parent mother. So how do you, you can't call me a colorist. That's first thing. Also, this whole idea that because I date a light-skinned woman, I can't be, I can't be pro-black is stupid. Right. I think we had this conversation last time. Yeah. It's stupid. So it's the same situation. But whatever the case may be, so it started that way. And it's been going on for 11 days. And he's been, because he's just been replying back and forth to people, and he never takes her out of the reply. So they said they posted they posted a story on Hip Hop DX saying he's been harassing a black woman for eleven days. Oh my god! Which is not true. It's not. Yeah, it, it, is it, it right that he's still been going this hard for this long? No, but he ain't got shit else to do, and he's like, "Yo, I could do this shit forever." And he's a troll. He is a troll. Yeah, he is a troll when it comes to people that 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 come at him. He will come at you the same way. Now it's always he's always been. Anybody that follow him on Twitter knows that is who Talib. Talib literally spends his days when he ain't doing his podcast. <laughs> he literally, if he ain't working on music, he spends his days going back and forth with racists and different people on fucking Twitter. That's what he does. So that is not the person to tweet something about because he's not gonna let it go because he don't let shit go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like people like Ricky were going too far and saying like, look. He's not harassing her. And if she feels like it's harassing, I mean, like, it's not harassment. I don't think it's harassment. Is it going too far? Because I couldn't see myself doing this shit because I don't care that much about anybody to. Yeah, like, you her. could. Not for that long. Not for 11 days. I, I would give. I would let it go. Are it's you not sure? That. On Twitter? Fuck no. I'm not doing. I don't like arguing. I don't, I'll get a healthy don't? debate. Okay. But okay. a healthy debate ends. Like me, her like going back and forth with you on Twitter for that. I don't even go that go back and forth with Ricky that much. Ricky will say some ridiculous shit on Twitter, and me and him, will, or I'll say some shit, and I always play devil advocate, and I'll say some shit he don't agree with, and he'll come back at me. Like he said, you wanted to come back at me because he feels like I've been defending wrong people lately. Yeah. Oh. Um. Because he said he was wrong. He said I was wrong for de- defending Tyler Hip. It was something else he said I was wrong for. I can't remember what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, he said, you don't save these tweets, I'm going to be right. I said, this is the thing. I don't care about being right. <laughs> it's not that serious to me. I just said I didn't agree with certain things. Because my issue with him and Angela Lee, his comments about Angela Yee when the whole August I've seen that, he's like, this nigga took her, uh, why he, like, she don't do shit or something to that effect. And then he said something what? about, like, because um, first he tried to, he tried to say she's not for the people or she didn't do certain things. Like, he 
he tried to lump her in in that, in that interview where T.I. said the shit about his daughter, but that wasn't even her. I'm like, see, you were, you were credit, you crediting this shit for, uh, to her that ain't got to do with her. Right. That was two other, because he said no other black woman will let that slide. I said that wasn't even her. So you're talking about two other black women. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't like, you can't, uh, you can't lump her into some shit that had nothing to do with her to fit whatever narrative you fit. And like, and he's like, well, nobody will rape, work with Charlamagne rapey ass if he was about something. I said, here, there's plenty of black women that work with Charlamagne all the fucking time. Like, that hasn't, so I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you, you keep saying that no other black woman do it. There are plenty of other black women that work with him. Yeah. I so, mean, I guess because it's like, because he's made some very questionable comments during the Breakfast Club interview in the past. So, he's made a lot of things, but he's a shock. That's his job. Now, he was talking about the rapey thing because of the conversation that came up with Charlemagne and his wife. Because it was when they, he said, because he had talked about him and his wife had had this, this discussion. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, if all these things are going about rape culture now, like, you know, honestly, if I think about it, our first date might have, the first time we had sex might have been rape. And he, and he was saying that, but she was like, don't say that. Like, don't use the word rape because it just sounds vulgar. But right. I was drunk. And so, yeah, it, I guess it could be if you, if you want to go by the definition. Because mm. I wasn't coherent, I guess you could say. But, I mean, it wasn't like I was saying no. Like, it was, but at the same time, I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And that was her point, and they were both. It was a discussion. And he just talked about it on the show. He also had a great case that he talks about in his book and tells her. Like he's talked about it many a times. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't convicted about it, anything or anything like that. But he's talked about it many a time. But those are the two re- reasons Ricky calls him rapey and other stuff. So, I don't know. Well, I guess that he's also made like his obsession with J Lo. He's yeah, obsession with everybody. Yes. Yeah, but. Eh. You know, his obsession with J-Lo ain't no worse than his obsession with anybody else that's fine. Yeah, but just doing certain things that's like, of course, that's recorded and just, yeah. But I'm saying because he's a married man. Yeah, but up until maybe four years ago, he was still a trash married man. Yeah. He, he finally grew up and stopped cheating and doing stupid stuff. Yeah, just like DJ Envy. DJ Envy has been with his wife since he was 16 years old. He's stupid. Why is he stupid? He's well, just stupid in general. First of all, his wife is fine as shit. Second well, all, yeah. Like, but again, most most men don't value what they have. Don't say most. Just stupid. Yeah. I said it's most, a, which means don't say not most. All. It's still you can't say the majority because it's not true. It's about fifty fifty. I give it 50-50. I know I say 60-40. It's not that many. No, it, trust me, it's a lot more that even because even people that are supposedly in relationships, they're sneaking around doing their own damn thing. So, but you, but there's also other people that do that. So you can't just say it's all men. No, that's wrong. I didn't. Say, I said most. No, men. I'm that's saying not it's all only, men. But it's still not sixty forty. It's 50, it. Uh, it is sixty forty. I guarantee only you, it's sixty it's not, forty. It's, not, it's it, it, the, the reason why I would say it's and 60/40, the reason that and uh, that myth is what perpetuates men to continue doing this. No, no, the sick no. What perpetuates is the fact that men can't take accountability for what they do because they're constantly blaming everything on us. If they go out and cheat on us, then it's our fault some way, somehow. Or if we decide to leave them because we're done, then it's our fault. It, it's everything they do. Like, well, that's a totally different conversation, though. That's that's blaming women, but they always blame women. Yeah, but that's why I but say if it's it is, 60-40. But there are still, it's, not. it's still not 60-40. It is. I, I I'll give you 55-40. Like no, 60-40. It's not 60-40. I'm Six, agree with that. It's 60-40. No. Trust me. Mm-mm. If I pick up ten, if I pull ten niggas right now, I know. If I pull ten random niggas, I know 
No, you say random niggas or you know. You random can't have niggas. both. It's random, random niggas. niggas. Okay. But that's still a good sample size. Still, I, I couldn't say that six of them niggas going to be cheaters. Uh, I, mm, I, I can guarantee you. What I will say, but it's also not their fault. So well, okay, so it's their fault for their decision-making, mm-hmm. but it's also ingrained in what they were taught. Yeah, but that's why men need to start stepping up and start implementing more programs or actually speaking out and trying to get them to break the cycle because, I mean, you yeah, see... Yeah, but once you're in that cycle, it's harder to break <sighs> until you grow. Like, it has to get to a point where you feel like you're truly... It's that, it's that 80-20 shit. Like, at some point, if you're out doing dirt and you're, you have a good woman at home, she does everything you want or need, and you still feel the need to go step out your side your marriage or your relationship, at some point, it's either going to come to a head. Either you're like, it's like in Jay-Z talked about in the song, like at one point, I'm going to have to make a decision because if I keep fucking up, I'm going to lose my family. And that's usually what it boils down to most of these guys is, what am I giving up to, to have this one little fling or one little moment? And that's the thing. These guys got to understand what's worth it. But unfortunately, a lot of guys don't understand the concept of, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I, I, again, I'm not a cheater, so I wouldn't know how cheaters think. Mm-hmm. I can only assume. But you know, you known some cheaters, though. Yeah. So? Not very many. I mean, one I'm not going to talk about, but... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've known a few, not very many though. All my, no, I've never known any of my friends to be cheaters, and the ones that aren't, I don't fuck with like that. Like they're not, we're not. That that is a thing. It's a, it's part of the reason me and my brother weren't always cool. Mm-hmm. You like because I just I don't I don't I don't vibe with people who are deceivers. Like it's just not something I agree with. Right. If you're gonna be, especially when I know you like, because like I would never understand them niggas that like. Like if I if my my if my brother or one of my friends got a good girl a good lady, and that nigga is spending all his time out with us or whatever, I'm gonna look at that nigga sideways. Like, oh, the fuck you here with us, <laughs> nigga? Do you know what you got at home, dog? Cause I mean, nigga, if you don't want it. I'm just saying. Somebody else will. Like that's the thing, niggas don't understand, and it's like it's always. But that's because they, they also have it ingrained in their mind that their girl's never going anywhere, so they can do whatever they want to, no matter what they want to. But when a woman does it, then it's a wrap. Stupid. It's always considered different for a woman to do what men do, because it's always considered that that's men behavior. And the, the but the thing is, the reason it continues is because there are still so many women who accept it as men behavior. Mm-hmm. All men cheat. That's what you hear a lot of women say. So because that is the mindset that a lot of these women have that, hey, men go cheat anyway. Right. So it's a matter of, oh, are you, what are you willing to put up with? And that whole belief is what justifies it to a lot of guys because if women are giving them the pass to say, hey, he going to cheat anyway. Right. That's, it's, all, you're doing is in, you're, all you do is emboldening them to do the shit. And mm-hmm. so women got to stop. It's, at first, you know, it's, it's women putting their foot down and saying, no, that shit's not cool. Because first of all, right. there is nothing there is nothing in your DNA as a man that says you have to cheat. There is nothing in your DNA or makeup that says you have to cheat. That is a learned behavior mm-hmm. that says I can't deal with just one woman. I can't just have sex with one woman. Or that bullshit is bullshit. Yes, there are lots of gorgeous women out here, but guess what? These are not M&Ms, nigga. 
like I they're not the lays. Places. You can't just have one shit. No, nigga. You know what? The, treat your women like you like the Highlander. There can only be one. Mm. Like Duncan McLeod. There can only be one they nigga. Can't. Like but that's no, what I, you niggas. I will do. say like yeah, women they because unfortunately with society teaches women is that you know. You're, they train us to become wives because you're basically breed to be like a trophy wife or basically arm candy for this man and you're basically just supposed to be submissive to him and that that's so not the thing. So a lot of these women get desperate because they feel like it's like a three-to-one ratio every time they find a man. So it's like they have to do the most to try and compete to get his attention. And it, it's, it's, it's messed up. It's it's a um it's a, uh, it's a crazy it's a crazy thing out here. So I want to kind of move to something a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Chance the rapper need to calm down. What is he doing? All right. So other day, so Kanye posted a video on his mother's birthday, mm. and it was uh it was his mom reciting some lyrics from KRS One, and it's a song called Donda. Chance retweets this, and he says, and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote for Biden, shaking my motherfucking head. <laughs> and then he, and so, of course, people was like, what? So, he says, are, and so then Chance says, are you more, are you more pro-Biden or anti-A, or anti-yay, and why? I get that you, you'll want to reply that you're just trying to get Trump out. But in this hypothetical scenario where you're replacing Trump, can someone explain to me why Joe Biden would be better? So then he says, okay. And so what happened? He has 17,000 replies to that shit. Wow. And this was on Twitter? Yes. And he said, I understand Ye may not be running because he hasn't filed any paperwork. Oh, really? And so then Terry Crews, he jumped in. What did Terry say? And he said, so this is the other tweet. He said, I, got, I finally got the answer now. I understand. Y'all trust Biden more than y'all trust Ye. I think I understand why. I just don't feel the same way. He said, I always felt the way about people using the word presidential, like nigga acting or um, like a nigga acting and acting not presidential. Was was Andrew Jackson acting presidential? <laughs> and so, what happened? What happened? What happened? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, and this is all found on Twitter. Yeah, you need to get on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in nine years. Which is why I just said, get on Twitter, nigga. Uh, (laughs) That was actually my statement. uh, You know, because Gino said the same thing before, and like. Don't listen to him. Listen to me. Well, he said get on Twitter, so uh, I mean, you both said the same thing, so yeah. Maybe one of these days. One of these days. If Angela, what? 
What? So this was Terry Crews' response oh God. to Chance. <sighs> Crews wrote, I feel your pain, um, Chance. Uh, he said, Chance the Rapper is just doing the math and seeing a lot of things that don't add up. What? This is what happens when you think for yourself. But then Chance... <laughs> oh, my God. This is what Chance says. Oh, my God. He said, okay, sprinting down the hill now, because he's like, I've been on this hill. He said, I understand the pro- improbability of Ye winning the 46th presidency, and I understand that everyone is voting for Biden. It's necessarily I'm doing so enthusiastically. I am, a, I am for black liberation and do not accept my recent endorsement from Terry Crews. Wow. <laughs> All it took was Terry Crews to support him. He was like, yo, know what? I get what y'all saying. I'm done now. Wow. That- <laughs> like, nope, nope, not <laughs> doing yeah, that. Uh, we, that is your new replacement word for Coon is Cruz. Cruising so. is Cruising. my new word for Coonin. Mm-hmm. Cruising for bruising. Uh, I, I knew you were going to say that. Of course. All right. So, I have a question, and maybe you can answer this since you're you're somewhat of a, um, a music person. Okay. When did Brandy become so mythical? What do you mean? I'm sorry. So when Brandy and Monica were at the same time, I had never once heard anybody say Brandy was that great a singer. Monica was always the better vocalist. Uh, always devoted broken. Always. Brandy had more of the star quality. I, I, yeah, but she was an actress, so of course she did. She was on fucking shows and shit. Yeah. Because at that time she was on Moesha when she first came and started singing. Then she got her own Before TV show. Theater. Right, that's fine. I'm yeah. talking musically. When did Brandy, because I'm not even talking because she ain't acting on shit, but whenever I hear people talk about her singing and shit, oh my God, Brandy, when did Brandy become this great singer? I, I feel like at, with every album she... <laughs> She grew vocal. I'm not going to say that she is the best vocalist. No. I don't know when the fuck this happened, and I am confused by it. I would say, I mean, like, the second album she put out, Never Say Never, that's honestly my favorite album. That, that was her best out. album. Yeah. But I still don't remember her being this great vocalist. Um, I mean, I guess because people sit in at her live concerts and, like, the runs as she got older. I'm, I'm going to assume because as she matured, so did her voice, and she got her better. best vocal performance to me is on Kanye West's album. The way they talk about her, or no, not that song, but the other one. Oh. Take me down, okay. Way down, yeah. Way down. Oh. That's why. So Whatever the case may be, I don't understand because I keep seeing people. Oh my God, and Brandy. I'm like, when did Brandy? ever become this great singer. I'm so confused. Also, Ray J has to be the worst singer of all time. Oh, yeah, that, but that's not... One Wish is the... Like, that nigga sounded in... like he was killing the rap. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that's, that, that's basically what birthed Ice J.J. Fish. Like, you... Ray J was tr- super trash. If I had one wish... But, I mean, he was Brandy's brother, so... He was always Brandy's brother. And he's gonna always and forever be Jermaine Pretty Brandy's much any brother. show she had, he he was on. You know? In some way, shape, or form. All right. I still don't get it, but... So, do you... Okay. You have a disagreement with a friend. Is there... What is your limit? So, what is your, like, break in point? So... 
you have a disagreement with a friend, what exactly is something that you just can't compromise? Like, okay, if we disagree on this, we can't be friends. Um, it had to be one thing, but what are some things that like, you just, there's no coming back from? That that's tough because I've always did stuff case by case, and honestly, it I I I actually build like books on people, depending on if things have actually been solved between us. If they aren't, then basically I just I do that. So uh, it really it just I, that's pretty much how I do it. I don't just completely like get rid of people. I mean, unless obviously. So you don't cut. You don't. You've never cut nobody off, Ashley. Um, yeah, I have, but I said it that had to go like over time, like it that was a built case by case thing. Like in regards to like it I it it was stuff that built that built up to it is what I'm saying. So there's not one thing that somebody can do that's gonna let you make you cut them off. Again, like I it's it's hard to say because So you haven't had experience where you cutting somebody off on one thing, is what you're saying. To my knowledge, no. Well, Ashley, I have one thing that I'm going to cut you off, Forbes. What? <laughs> no, nah, for real. Um, okay. What is, is there something a person can say on social media that will make you cut them off as your friend? Um, basically, or is that treated the same way? Um, I mean, yeah, again, that, that's 50-50. Some people I have cut off, like, I guess, in regards to, like, the whole R. Kelly situation or Bill Cosby situation. But, I mean, because for the most part, like, I only communicate or interact with people that I genuinely like for the most part. I mean, and for people that I don't really necessarily communicate with, I don't fucking care. So even if I don't like their stuff, then I just hit the snooze button. And I just... Because what the fuck is the point, you know? Ashley, you're too nice. What do you mean I'm too nice? Fuck humans, I'm just playing. I mean, yeah, I am fuck humans too, but why am I about to preserve all my energy and to just, like, I just, I, I just, I cancel people in silence. I guess you could say that. Like, unless they bombard me to one to have a conversation. You want your shirt back. No, um, we're not, that's... Relationship. We're not talking about relationships. I'm talking about just it's friendships safe. or whatever in general. No, but that, I told you that that that's a principality issue. Um, a stubborn one. Yeah, but no, I mean, because like stubborn. again, if I didn't have a love for you, then that you're basically irrelevant to me. So I'm not engaging my time in on. All right, so during this period of renewed racial tension I can probably count on three hands the number of people I've unfriended mm -hmm. matter of fact in the last three years I've unfriended a lot of people um, whether it's because they refuse they continue to perpetuate R. Kelly music I've unfriended people for that Yep. I've unfriended people for supporting Bill Cosby as you talked about mm -hmm. I've unfriended people who refuse to wear, uh, who are spreading, who spread conspiracy theories all the time, especially ones that are unfounded. Um, unless they're family, it's probably the only sign they get away with it. But I might mute their page, so I can't see it. 
for like 30 days and so I'm not paying yeah. attention to it. Or you can even go onto their profile and it has a take a break option too. Yeah, I've done that too. Um, Do I have a cutoff? Okay, so there's certain things that I just will not abide by. I don't, I don't abide by deadbeats. I can't do it. Can't do it. If you're a deadbeat parent, I can't deal with you. Um, if you are abusive to your significant other or woman or anything like that, or a child for that matter, can't buy by that. But that's more of a catch twenty two because I might whoop your ass if I feel if it's a, like you hurt. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of part of it. But I won't go to jail because if I if I get to the point where I whoop your ass, I'm, it's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be from broken limbs. Mm-hmm. I'm violent like that sometimes when I get pushed. Um. But I have cut people off because they've had certain beliefs that I just like, yo, this is not going to work. Um, because I'm a firm believer that you have to hold people accountable, but I can't. If I can tell that there's just no way you're going to change your behavior, it, the best thing for me to do is exit that situation. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be around for said behavior. And that's basically what that's why I said is like I don't immediately just cut certain folks off again if unless I really didn't like you like that. Like I kinda build a case of rapport and if it's the same old shit, then yeah, then eventually I'm gonna cut you off. What is compromise to you in a relationship? Are we talking romantic? Any relationship. And how much are you willing to compromise? <laughs> um well, first, what is compromise to you in a relationship? What what does that entail for you? I mean, basically, two people they're they're going fifty fifty and trying to find a common ground on something that they have two different sets of views and opinions on. What is the most? What is the biggest thing you've ever compromised on in a relationship? Are we talking romantic? Are we talking any type of relationship, Ashley? Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm not I'm, limiting into that, but you can. Ha- that can be one of the answers. I don't know. Um, I, I've honestly compromised on a lot of shit. Like what? Both uh, friend. I mean, really, I can't really think of one example per se. But I mean, most of it was just a lot of stuff that I just didn't agree with. But of course, it, I dealt with a lot of stuff from people. Let's just say that. So, you know how that goes. Yes, you get dictatized and then life things go by the no, wayside. What, again, this is why I asked, are we talking relation, romantic? I said or any, and I'm joking, but yeah, I'm oh talking God. any type of relationship, any type of connection with another human being. No, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, what do you... How do you think people are supposed to connect? You can't say digmatize, so that's... I actually already said it to you. <laughs> No. Because it's an ongoing joke. It's just hell. Yeah, that, that's not, it doesn't work for this subject matter. It does, if it's in a situation where it was a relationship. Eh, no. But why do you put up, I say, so my question is, why do you do it? Why did I, uh, to why make the you, person happy. Why are you making champion, but were you happy with it? Uh, for the most part, in most cases, no. And why did you do it? Again, because <laughs> I wanted to make them so, happy. So I guess my opinion on compromises is this. If you're making a compromise for a relationship or friendship or whatever, so let's say you and this person have a different feeling about certain things or a different opinion or a different belief structure, things like that. I feel like 
that compromise shouldn't make you feel like you're being, you're not being yourself. And what I mean by that is, a lot of times people lose themselves in situations, and so they they quite they they go against what they know is what they truly believe um, to appease another person. And there, I feel like there should be some type of limit on that because I feel like if you can't be yourself in a relationship or a friendship, then that's a problem. I agree. And I mean, if you can't be 100% of yourself. Now, if something that you do annoy, like really annoys another person, like you smack when you eat, like simple stuff like that, um, if I don't joke about certain things, like compromise to me is I know I joke about most things, but it's certain things that you don't either a joke you don't know how to take or you're offended by or whatever. If I if I peep that or you tell me I'm gonna I'm am I'm gonna adjust that. That to me is a compromise. But if if you believe that the earth is flat, I don't know if I could compromise with that. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, if you believe that all men cheat, I'm gonna look at you stupidly. If you believe that um, the sky is red. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just throwing shit out there. But yeah. There are certain things I'm willing to compromise, compromise or to accept from people, but I'm not going to go against my, what I truly believe or feel is right to, to, to compromise or to appease you. It's just not going to happen. If I feel like morally is going against everything I believe to be ethically or morally right, I'm not going to do it. It's just like... I'm not gonna go rob a bank for you, like it's and I'm that's an extreme, but yeah, very much. I just much feel extreme. like you know, um, I'll compromise my word choices. I'll compromise a joke I may tell. I'll compromise things like that. I'll even compromise on like little stuff, like you know, you because you're gonna have, especially in a relationship or uh, in a relationship situation, you're gonna have situations where you compromise. It could just be hey. I don't like fucking pineapples on my pizza, which is disgusting. Yeah, no, pineapples don't belong on pizza. My mother used to get that shit all the time, and every time we would run out of other pizza, I had to eat that shit, and I would pick them fucking pineapples and off that. And you still that have the pineapple whack. juice on no, the No, no, no. As long as I picked enough of it, it wouldn't taste like it, thankfully. Because <laughs> um, fuck pineapples on pizza. Yeah. Pineapples on anything else? Pineapples by themselves, just cold. Shits are delicious. Oh yes. But fuck pineapples on pizza. Yeah, no. That's you can fight me on that shit. I don't care because I'll win. I guess because it's a Hawaiian style pizza. Yeah, no. I don't know. Nah, Hawaiian ain't that shit. But yeah. um, no, I think I think you have to have. There are certain principles or things that you have that you're not willing to compromise for me or a friend for that matter. If you're a criminal, I'm probably not going to associate with you. Yeah, News no. not now. Back in the day, I didn't care. Because I was... Back in the day, I didn't care. Okay. Well. As far as we're going to go into that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, not going to delve into my somewhat shady past. Um, Somewhat shady. Shady. Aftermath. <laughs> G-Unit, yeah. Fuck G-Unit. Also, fuck 50 Cent. Yeah, Curtis needs... Fuck 50 Cent. We're going to call him Curtis. Somebody needs to run this nigga fade. I'm going to say it again. 
Fuck please, curse. somebody go in this nigga shit. Because I'm sick of this bastard. Well, he, he has bulletproof everything, he so that might Will. be a good, he yeah. ar- Now he harassing fit um, um, Nick Cannon because yeah. he's a fucking jackass. Mm. That's all he know how to do. He's a fucking child. He's too old to be acting he's like a, bully. a fucking child. Just call it as it is. He's a bully. Yeah, yeah, bully. Yeah, he's just. Ugh, I don't like that nigga. Though. Yeah. I don't like that nigga. No, I I've lost a lot of respect for him. A lot. Um. I was watching. Uh, So I was watching, it was some recap of the decision that LeBron did years ago. Okay. And one thing they was talking about is the reactions to the decision um, and how it kind of, except for the people that don't like LeBron, which is for some reason a lot of people, I don't know why. Because um, he's not the stereotypical NBA player that I, they would expect. I don't know him to be. what their reasoning is, but it's usually stupid. Because it, it's positive, because he's actually a family man and he's not out here being sloppy like the rest of these players. But man. apparently, so there are a lot of, there is a difference, a definite stark difference to the reaction of white people versus black people. Because mm-hmm. for a lot of black people, it's like, oh, a player is actually taking control and doing their own thing instead of listening to what y'all fucking tell them. Y'all don't like that shit, but that's what is going on. Mm-hmm. And the white people, and I remember, because I had people I worked with at the time, they were like, oh, he's ruining the game, and he's a selfish bastard, and blah, blah, this, and blah, blah, that. And I'm like, no. He's taking control of some shit because he should. Like, he's he's in the position that he has leverage, and so he's taking control of that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't be a hater. Right. Also, if Ashley doesn't talk on this podcast, I'm going to body slam her. What are you talking? Because you're talking about stuff like I mean I really didn't hear about the whole LeBron situation. Well, you know about the decision. I mean, everybody I, knew I about just, the decision. Well, refresh my memory. When he announced he was taking his talents to South Beach. Oh yeah, okay. You, that's all you had to say. But I mean, yeah, yeah. she gonna fight. I just want you to know it. And when we fight, I'm going to televise. Oh, shut up! No, you're not. I mean, cause you what again? Like, what what am I gonna I'm say about na- that? Because I remember body that, but it's just like this Negro again. But if Sorry, he would actually just half a Negro, like if he would actually just be a kind, courtesy person and just send me the list of topics actually, that we have every week, you should of, remind me because no, like I don't think about that. Okay. I've because you just started asking for it. We've been doing this podcast together. For yeah, but two you years. would think common sense, like, hey, if I have guests coming on this show, like, well, hey, Ashley, you are no longer a guest. Oh, okay. Well, you I- are no longer a guest of this show. You are a unfortunate I staple. I thought I was just a. I'm a rebound. Unfortunate. I mean, you are kind of the hollaback girl for the show. <laughs> yeah. See, see my point. Yeah. So. You are a treasured member of the the, oh, extended, that, the extended family of this podcast. Yeah, okay. you are because you are mo- you are you are mo- your person I can count on. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, if I need somebody, you'll be there, and I appreciate that. I truly do appreciate you, Ashley. Whether I tell you or not, mm. I do appreciate you. He doesn't. Okay, I do. <laughs> I don't. I, I just told you on fucking podcast. Yeah, you just did now. But I, I told you on a podcast that this can is reach the, this is the one the, the one out of every. But it's out there in the ether and it's on. Rec- it's recorded. It's okay. on tape. 
this is like Everybody's, that once I'm every I'm going to beep months. it out because you keep talking shit. Actually, <laughs> once, because this happens once every year, so I guess this is my one compliment per year that I get from Ashley him. gets more compliments. The fact that I acknowledge her as a human being is a compliment. Uh, see, you see what I'm talking about? He's just too vain. He's too vain. I'm not vain at all. That's just how I treat you myself. You are. This is how I am towards my siblings. Yeah, of course. And, uh-huh. and I'll just sick Jones on you. Jones ain't gonna do shit to me. Yeah, he is. He'll he got other stuff. For, he got other fish to fry. Uh, right. Okay. But he's he, building an empire. Yeah, we know, as we discussed earlier. All right. So look, I um, uh, oh, I had a thought, and I just yawned and trying to think of what my thought was. Yeah, that Ashley's been texting. I think she's setting up a booty call. No, I'm not. First off, that's not even happening because I'm celibate. So, yeah, thank you. Celibate here, celibate there, you know. No, not really. I've actually been, a, it's been a year and it'll be what? Uh, two months going into August? Yeah. Cobwebs. Shut up. <laughs> like yours? Uh, I'm sure you have some too, sir. Uh, yeah. Not really. Okay. I, I haven't been in a relationship. That's different. That's a different conversation. But relations, I mean. No, no, just not a relationship. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but this is by But choice. I mean, I've gone a while before. I mean, I think the longest I've ever gone is two years. Because I don't care. Oh. And now if I'm not, now if I'm single, I don't care. If I'm in a relationship, it's different. But if I'm single, yeah. Because I don't like situationships. Or I just, entanglements. I've, I've been in them. Yeah. They're annoying. Very much so. It's a lot of work for nothing. If I don't see you yeah. going nowhere, a, I probably only could put up with you because of this reason. Other than that, I would never be around you. That's mm-hmm. not that's stupid. Yeah. Because your personality is trash. Just, but people just, just they, they, people something. are willing to settle for anything just to say that they got someone because it's lonely at the top, according to certain people. Yeah. I'll be lonely in my giant house. Yeah, no, that's why I said it. Like, yeah, I'll be damned before I'll I be get like uh, Teresa from. Um, Fucking uh, what's that show? Teresa. Teresa from Paris? Queen of the South. Queen of the South. Okay, I've never seen. She Queen just of got South. her like just a dude she messed with until she's not done with him. Oh yeah, you, I think you explained the storyline to me too. I I have I haven't caught up on it in a while. I need to catch up. I think to start. I think I need to start from season three because I think that's the last season. Like I think I I I, I kind of lost it in the middle of season three. I think and I don't remember nothing that happened. So. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to catch up in season three because I haven't watched it in a while. And everybody else started caught getting up on it after I had already gotten into it. And I was like, y'all niggas so late. Yeah. But since then, I haven't watched it. So, But Queen of the South is a great show. So if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's really good. I'm about to start watching Legend of Korra because uh, I finished Avatar. So I'm going to start watching. So Legend of Korra, what is that supposed to be? Legend about? of Korra is like the next Avatar. Oh, okay. It's the next cartoon. It took place, I think, Years later, because after Avatar, after Aang died, because every after the first av- that Avatar dies is when the next one is reborn. Okay. So this Korra is the next one, but and this one takes place when she's like seventeen. But um, like Katara is in there, she's older now. Um, and um, Aang and her son is like oh, they're is like grown and shit. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. My brother said I should watch it, but he said like the bending in that one is even better. Cause like they took blood bending to a whole nother level on that shit. Really? Blood blending is my first bending. That's my favorite one. Like that shit's amazing. To be able to play somebody's control somebody's bloodstream and actually let them do that shit's amazing. But I'll watch it. Is there anything you're watching currently? 
Um, I actually saw that uh, P Valley uh, premiered. What was it last week? And I didn't catch it because I was potting away. Um, As you should be. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna probably try to catch up with it. Honestly, I just it for me a lot of shows like if if it's already like halfway through seasons and stuff like that, it's hard for me to like actually try to like get into it because I know I had to like go back and start from the beginning. Or I prefer that. It. I usually let stuff go before I catch into it. Yeah. Like, I want to get into Ozark because I heard good things about it, but I've never watched it. Me neither. Everybody can tell me it's so good, so I'm going to watch I mean, I'm going to get into it because it's about to end. I guess they have one more season now. Mm-hmm. They just announced the last season, so I'm going to watch that. I'm waiting because uh, Umbrella, uh, Umbrella Academy next season is starting next month. Um, okay. And then uh, The Boys 2 is coming out soon, too. Yeah, but honestly, I, I've been mostly watching, like, the classic episodes from, like, Young and the Restless and stuff like that. She's such a drama queen. Oh, stop it. She's such they, a drama I queen. I mean, they have classic The most episodes. trash acting in the world. Is it so is awkward. not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So no. opera actors are so extra. No, honestly, if you actually understand it the depends, workload. It depends on the show. It does depend on the show. <laughs> like, uh, but what was workload. that? Sunset Beach. Uh, yeah, we is can't count one. that. Yes, we can. That is it's a, not as bad it's as so Passions. Opera, but it's not. And a, now Passions, Passions was my was shit trash. though. It was, I mean, but Passions it was, had a fucking voodoo lady. Yeah, but that it was, was the so whole point. terrible. It was so, so it's terrible. It's a place in a more of like magical. Me and my cousin used to watch um, <laughs> Sunset Beach. Sunset Beach was my shit. I they had the whole story. It. it was like they a bootleg, whole... like, no, daytime it version of gra- 90210. It was, no, it like, was a soap opera. It was it great. It was, but it was it like had, a... It had the, uh, the storyline where Ben had a twin who was evil, and his twin hid him in the basement while the twin tried to marry his fiance. That shit was great. Uh, they, they that did shit that was, on other soap That shit too. was suspenseful. Um, Man, the only thing I hate about soap operas there is no such thing as you dead. They write niggas. Niggas, they yep, always figure that, out a way to not die. Oh, he fell off the fucking cliff. Apparently, he survived for 10 years and didn't tell anybody. Now he's surgery. back. Um, or and now he's how, a different guy. When it's they so have ridiculous. babies and then, like, two years later, the they kids are grown? teenagers. Yeah. It's like when Usher was on there, but his name was Raymond Usher. <laughs> it's like, really? His name was Raymond Usher when he was on, I think it was on uh, One Life to Live. And uh, Usher was on there. Uh, he acted on there for like a year or two. Or it's like, like uh, Caitlyn from VR Troopers. Oh, yeah, with the, uh, General Hospital. General Hospital, And yep. she won a daytime Emmy. Yeah. I, I, I remember all of that. Mm-hmm. My, I used to watch soap operas with my grandma all the time. We were a CBS daytime soap opera. It was, though. it's the way it went was we watched, I watched my cartoons in her week. And then once cartoons was off, we watched whatever. At 11, she had to watch her. Uh, Price, is, Price right. is right, and then um, what? One Life to Live or something? What came on after that at noon? I think it was usually one life. like the, my mom would switch to the news. Cause. It was One Life to Live, and then she would turn to um, I can't remember which the other one was, but it was like she had the order. She watched them, and then we always watched um, fucking uh, um, General Hospital at four, and oh, then yeah. the news came on at five. Oh, yeah, because General Hospital came on at 4 back came then. on at 4 o'clock on, seven, on Channel 7. Three. No, um, it came on at 4, and right at 5 is when the news came on. Okay. Right after it, every yeah, time. Yeah, no, we always It was did always the, the last one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, yeah, I do remember General Hospital was always the last. Yeah, it was always so. the last one. Yep, it was. Always, it came on at 4 o'clock. Um, yeah, because, yeah, we were we were CBS. Um, 
So it's only it's only the first one. Also, be a one life to live, and then she would turn. Well, God and Light came on first. And I didn't like God and Light. God and Light. Because that came yeah, on. She only watched. She only watched CBS after. Honestly, Price I only like God and Light in the '90s because of the theme song that they had from the '90s, and then like I watched. No, it. it's all about. And you can one life to live. Yeah, no, that was the shit. Um, but I did actually like uh, watching Port Charles. That was the short-lived nighttime soap opera they had for General Port Hospital Charles. spinoff. I remember that, but I also remember the the um, the newer Golden Girls when they owned the hotel. It was like the late night Golden Girls yeah. was on like uh, uh, TJIF at one point. Yeah, but it was on CBS. But it was kind of like the Friday lineup. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was terrible. Yes, it was. It's just like the the um. Dirty Dance in Savannah Nights. Oh my God! I or the don't. night, the night be uh, Baywatch, the day Baywatch Nights. Baywatch. Now I, I actually tuned into it. It was it was, was trash, trash, but I tuned into I it. I remember Viper, the, uh, that show. Oh Lord. Um, I remember. Remember when they Dark did Man it. was on uh, WB. It was a trash. Oh yeah, it was so trash. Um, didn't they do Zorro too? Zorro was actually pretty good. Zorro was pretty good. Or Xena Warrior Princess. Xena was, was my, my shit. I love Xena. Xena was my shit. And Hercules. Hercules was my... I remember I rewatched both of them when I when Netflix. It was first both on Netflix. What? I rewatched oh, wow. both of those. I, because I was back when Netflix really didn't have a whole bunch of shit. Uh-huh. But it all had the old stuff. Yeah. So they had, like, Xena on there. It had uh, it had Hercules on there. So I had never... Because I didn't remember the whole Hercules series. So I watched Hercules, watched Xena... And then um, I, that's when I got, and I think I watched every Power Rangers series up to that point. <laughs> and I mean all of Because I remember when that happened, because I didn't realize so many things that I didn't know about it, so I started, like, Googling shit and then realized, like, like that halfway through season two, like, the niggas was gone. They had already oh, left yeah, the show. Oh, yeah, said that. They had like, to recast a whole bunch. Well, yeah, but they, for, like, four they episodes. They used stock footage. They used stock footage. They didn't. There was this one episode where they couldn't quote unquote transform. Oh yeah. So they had them in their suits the whole time. I'm like y'all niggas really? Because like I should have known as a kid when Zach went from having braids halfway through the season to back to his old fade. I'm like, <laughs> that don't mean that he got dreads. I was up. like, wait a minute. The what the fuck happened here? This like. The fuck happened? But even though VR Troopers, that was that was actually a good. VR Troopers is cool. It was supposed to be Tommy's show. Because oh, yeah. Tommy, because after the Green Ranger was so uh, so successful, they were going to give him his own show initially. But then they were like, well, they were, he was supposed to be going to VR Trooper. He was going to be Ryan. and if, But they were like, yo, we'll offer you more money to come back to Power Rangers and we'll make you the leader. And that's when they made him the White Ranger. Mm. And that's what happened. So that's when they gave the other guy the show on the, the leave uh, on Power Yeah, the G- blonde haired dude. Yep. Yep. Yep, and the black guy was in somebody's video back in the day. Some black video. Oh yeah, JB Reese. That's all I remember. His his name was on the show was that, and then of course Caitlyn. Yep, Caitlyn. Yep. But yeah, it was you know awesome shows that unfortunately. Um, actually, it was funny though. The night it was a few nights before I had saw I was watching an episode on YouTube of Between Brothers. Do you remember that short lived sitcom? Between Brothers? It was Kadeem Hardison. Oh, um, I remember that. Yep, I remember it. Yeah, now I watched, I actually sat and watched the episode. It was on YouTube, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I remember this show. And 
I can see why they, it got canceled. <laughs> That's a lot of shows. It's like, uh, what was it? Uh, sp- uh, what was that show on UPN? Um, Homeboys in Outer Space. Yep. That's what that I was, was flexing <laughs> fucking um, Ron from, um, from uh, Different World. Different world. <laughs> yeah. That shit was trash. It was hilarious to laugh at, though. It was trash. Super but it trash. Was... <laughs> Flexton took a couple of L's in his career, fucking though. Fucking super trash. But you know what? That- you know, the great thing about it is that no matter how many L's he took, he had Shandy. So, you know They're what? They're still married, too. So that yeah. nigga was winning. Mm-hmm. I got Shandy's. Yeah. And he's not bad looking at all. And, and, do and he, does have, he does have a syndicated sitcom under his do. belt. Oh, but his biggest L will always be the, the Michael L of all Jackson. L. The Michael Jackson. Yes, that's fucking, what <laughs> That will be the super L. That might have been the genesis of me. Oh, because at one point, I had a petition. I hated Lifetime, and I was trying to get Lifetime taken off. And I was like, I I was like nine, ten years old. Like this shit's trash. I was trying to get people to sign this petition. Fuck Lifetime. I mean, Lifetime does air the same old damn movies. Lifetime is trash. They just swap out. I tried to warn people about Lifetime, and y'all let them niggas keep going. And then it became the Michael Jackson movie, and then it went to that to and the Aaliyah film to the Aaliyah movie. I said, see, I told you niggas what would happen. Nobody wanted to listen to a nigga though. I told you, niggas. But apparently, it's a lot of uh, of women out there that, for some reason, are suckers to this type of. Only thing Lifetime got going for it is the Golden Girls and the Nanny. And some some episodes of Wife Swap from back in the day. I don't know anything about that show. That, I don't watch reality shows. No, that was back in the day. It was a pretty good show. No matter, it's still a reality Rick show. Rick Flair was on the celebrity. The only version. reality show I ever watched was The Real World because that was the original reality show. That is and true. I only watched that to maybe season 10, I think. Yeah, no, after... Whichever, whatever after season Trishel was on, when the Vegas one. I think the Vegas one was the one I was After like, New Orleans, Y'all I niggas was wildin', dog. Yeah, y'all Hawaii was, was one of my favorite seasons. I don't think like, I ever watched Hawaii. That was the one where Tech Holmes was on there. Did I watch that one? I don't remember. I might have. Uh, I think yeah, the I'm last sure one I watched did. was... Da-boo-dee-da-boo-da. da boo dee da that dumb nigga David that kept singing that same one song. Oh, God. It was so trash because he only sung that one stupid song. <laughs> that actually, did you ever watch College Hill on BET? Of course not because it was, no. It was on BET. No, but it was, no, but this My is what, what BET was still decent. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, I no, said it was, it was still, still, still decent. No, it wasn't. It was like when they had hits on the streets <laughs> and fucking uh, Sita. Sita's world. Wait. The, no, BET was hype when they had Teen Spirit. Teen Summit? Teen Summit, yeah. Teen Summit. Teen Spirit. Nigga, I don't know. And then they did the HBCU football games on the like, weekend. Teen Summit used to um, be on there because that was like the first time people saw Alicia Keys was on there. She performed. It was early on. Um, the original 106 in Park with AJ and Free. Well, yeah, of course. But this was, that was years later. Yeah. Like, we talking about like Video So with Donnie Simmons. Like, nigga. Simpson? Oh, Sim- my Nigga, I don't know. I don't Donnie care. Simpson, sir. Nigga, I don't care. You the, should that care. Nigga Donnie, that is a legend. That nigga Donnie. That, that nigga, is the, the nigga sleepy Donnie. nigga Donnie. The sleepy nigga named that Donnie. That sleepy nigga, oh, the nigga that looked kind of like Johnny Gill, but not really. No. Oh, no. Back then, he did kind of look like Johnny Gill. Uh, but I didn't care uh, about him. It was that chick, that the other chick that was was with who he liked. I can't remember her name, though. Uh-huh. But no, Video Soul, fucking... Um, Big Laz was on fucking um, Rap Rap City. Oh, Rap City with Big Tigger, yeah. Well, yeah, the basement. But I'm even before that, when Joe Claire was on there, fucking okay. um, Big Laz was on there. Well, the thing point. is, we didn't uh, we didn't get cable until the late '90s, so oh, some of this yet. stuff it was just like Big Laz was on there. Big Laz, uh, fucking uh, 
Joe Claire before before it was Tigger. It was Joe Claire, Joe Cleasy. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, a whole bunch of old shit that I used to watch. Um. All right, so this podcast is brought to you by Two AM Media. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but for real. Um, but I am done. Um, yeah. The fact that y'all got close to two hours out of me today because I really wasn't planning on going that long. What? You no, usually this is this the time, average. But because it's only a week away, I didn't have a whole bunch of shit. Uh-huh. Just those few things. Um, but again, rest in peace to John um, John Lewis. And then there was another um, one too, RT uh, Vivian or something like that. Oh, rest in peace to Kelly Preston. Um, um, thoughts and prayers with uh, with, why am I name? John Travolta and his family. Uh huh. Um, just and also just everybody stay safe out there, stay calm. Please wear a fucking mask. Or are you gonna pay a five hundred dollar fine? Not it's just here, but I'm talking about in the world. Like y'all oh, yeah. just follow the fucking rules so we can get this shit under control. Because otherwise, somebody asked me earlier the other day, it was like, yo, so what you going, how you going to feel when things get back to normal? I said, nigga, normal ain't happened for a while, right. man, dog. Honestly, we're done with normal. They've been using new normal at work all the time. This is our new normal. Y'all niggas might as well accept it. This is what it is. Exactly. Because even if we go back to normal, it's not going to be the same as before. No, it's because not going to be. people are now being traumatized to where it's just like now they're, it's going to be hard for them to go back to that stuff because they're so used to this. Yeah, nobody. It's just this is what it is. This is your reality. Y'all, y'all might as well just live in this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But with that being said, um, I am Will K the King. Some Ashley K A Y. You can follow Ashley on that's Ashley K A Y on Instagram. Ashley K A Y Evans on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram on the Real Will K T H A Real Will K. And also to find the podcast on DWTK Pod on Twitter. And Down with the King podcast on Facebook. You can also email the podcast at downwiththekingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, the podcast is Down with the King Pod on Instagram as well. Pod. Um, we'll be back. Till then, you motherfuckers stay safe out there. Bye. Be good. Wear be a safe. Mask. Be, be, be prosperous. Yes. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, yeah. bitches. <laughs>